Welcome to the Wise Birth Radio. We are women, students, and mamas exploring healthy pregnancies, empowered birth, nurtured postpartum, and natural parenting from a holistic, intuitive, and grounded experience. We share knowledge through interviews, stories, and musings. We hope to inspire you to take charge of your childbearing journey for yourself and your family. This show is intended to spark your own curiosity and encourage you to listen to your body, your baby, and your intuition. I'm Mabel. And I'm Sarah. And we are your hosts on Wise Birth Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. It's just me, Mabel, here today. Sarah doesn't actually even know I'm recording this, so it will be a surprise for her when we have an extra episode to release. Um, so yeah, this is actually my first time doing a podcast alone. I'm not really much for talking to myself, so this is a new experience for me, just being alone here with the microphone and all my thoughts. So I guess we'll see how it turns out. I actually basically recorded this whole podcast in my head last night or two nights ago, but you know, I was babysitting a small child. I couldn't just get up and record a podcast. So I hope that everything I wanted to convey then can still come through now, even though it's a day or two later. So I actually have something to tell you all that as of the time of recording, I have not told anyone other than my partner, and that is that I am most likely pregnant. Woo! That's exciting. It's the second time I've said that out loud. Um, so yeah, I, I guess I'll tell you the whole story leading up to this. So um, after my, not my last moon, but the one right before that, so two, no, last moon, my last moon cycle, I had a kind of a mental pregnancy scare like I knew there was a slight chance something could have happened but it didn't really seem that likely but somehow I got myself all hyped up on it and I was convinced that I was going to be pregnant and then my moon came and I was actually really surprised even though intellectually I knew it was very very unlikely that I was pregnant I just really felt it I felt this being around me I I mean I felt them for a long time but it was just really strong for me and I was surprised and a little disappointed when my moon came. It's not like I've been trying to get pregnant. I was kind of trying not to for another couple of years, but, you know, if it happened, it happened. I wasn't, like, actively trying to avoid it as strongly as possible. So here we are. But then, anyways, this month, I, you know, I had my last moon, and then I ovulated, and then my luteal phase this month was about... 14 or 15 days and usually it's between 12 and 14 and for those of you who don't know the luteal phase is the time between ovulation and when your moon comes and for most women it's within like a one or two day range like it doesn't really vary much if your cycles vary it's generally because the time between when your moon comes and when you ovulate changes more so I hope that all makes sense we'll do a crash course on fertility awareness in one of these podcasts but now is not the time So, um, my moon was a little late, and I knew it was because my luteal phase was longer, which was surprising. And so one morning, I woke up, I don't know, it was probably 8 o'clock, I think Patrick, my partner, was still asleep. And I got up and just got in the car and drove to Walmart and took a pregnancy test in the Walmart bathroom, which was so gross, and everything was covered in pee, and it was a very stressful event trying to hold in my pee until I got to Walmart, and then you know, it was just, it was very gross and very strange, but it was a positive pregnancy test, and I was 
surprised. Again, this time it was kind of the reverse of last time. I was surprised intellectually because I hadn't even considered it as a possibility for this cycle. But I was not surprised on a much deeper level. Whereas the month before, I knew intellectually that it was not likely, but I felt it on a deeper level. And so I've just been wondering if maybe... I don't know, I guess I've been feeling like this whole thing was kind of inevitable. Like, regardless of what I had done or what I hadn't done, there was someone who wanted to come through at this time. And it may not necessarily be the most ideal timing for me, but I'm okay with that. I'm really excited about it. But man, it's still weird to wrap my head around. Like, especially yesterday, when it was the day after I'd first found out, my partner and I were just laughing all day. We were like, how did this happen? And is it actually happening? Is there really a small creature in there already starting to grow? I still can't really believe it. It feels like the opposite of when you lose someone and it takes a while for it to sink in. You can't quite believe that they're really gone from your life forever, but in this case, I keep forgetting about it and then every so often I'll be like, whoa there might be a small being growing in my uterus right now. And that's so incredible and definitely a little scary, but I'm so excited. <laughs> so anyways, I actually just wanted to talk about this today because, well, as much of our podcast, as much as our podcast is an opportunity for us to educate people and to share what we're learning, I feel like it's also a great opportunity to be kind of a verbal journal for our own journey so we can just you know record what what's going on with us whether it's about our own pregnancies or births or children or our own process as students in our career whatever direction that takes and so I just wanted to record this today so I can remember it and just to talk about it and see I don't know, maybe this resonates with other people, maybe it doesn't, maybe I have insights to share that will help somebody one day. Who knows? Or maybe I'm just blabbing to myself in a microphone. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Um, but I do feel like this time is never really talked about. You know, you don't really know people are pregnant often until many, many weeks later when they decide to tell you. And so this time is so secretive in some ways, but... I think that can be really beautiful. I've been really enjoying just keeping it close, keeping it internal. It feels like a really juicy little secret. And I'm not not telling people out of like fear of, oh my goodness, what if, you know, what if this baby chooses not to stay and then there's this whole thing and I've told people I'm pregnant and then I have to tell people that I'm not pregnant because I really feel like the more people know, you know, like the more people know people who have had a miscarriage, the more easier it can be to accept when it happens to you. So like if you had a friend who told you she was pregnant and then you found out that the baby decided not to stay, if the same thing happens to you, it might not be so, I mean, I'm sure it will still be challenging, but you'll know that you're not the only one to have gone through it. And I think it's really a little bit funny how there's a lot of fear out there about not telling people about pregnancies. Maybe it's like, don't want to jinx it or something, but 
I actually, for fun this morning, decided to Google when should I tell people that I'm pregnant. Not because I was going to listen to Google's advice on that, but I just wanted to know, like, the general mainstream consensus. And it did seem to be kind of out of, like, out of a feeling of wanting to hide miscarriages if they happen. And I'm sure most of it is for the emotional challenge of having to tell everyone about that, you know? Like, people know you're pregnant, and then do you have to announce to the whole world that you've lost your child? I don't know. But I do think it's something that we can be more open to if we choose, and I think everyone should just feel comfortable talking about their pregnancies at whatever stage is good for them. I mean, there's no, like, rule, you know? Don't say anything until 12 weeks, or you might get an evil eye. I think that's a little silly. But anyways... Here I am, about, I guess, two and a half weeks pregnant. So two and a half weeks since my last moon came. And right now, I feel mostly normal. I also feel, it reminds me a little bit of back in the days when I was a rebellious teenager, and I used to drink, and every time I was even slightly drunk, I would start thinking like, wait, Would I do this when I was sober? Is this what I would act like? It's just, I feel a little bit like that. Like every feeling in my body, every sensation, I'm like, wait, is this because I'm pregnant? Or would I feel like this anyways, even if there wasn't anything else going on with me? And there's no way for me to know right now, this being my first time being pregnant, I have nothing to compare it to. It's not like, oh yeah, that's that, you know, that's that feeling that you get because I have no idea what it feels like. And it's all very exciting. I mean, I feel like I've studied pregnancy, I've studied birth decently extensively. I mean, not anything crazy, but I've been studying for a number of years. And at the same time, I know nothing about it. I think this is going to be a really humbling experience for me because I have a lot of the intellectual knowledge and even a lot of like the emotional and energetic knowledge of what goes on in this time. But Having never personally experienced it, there's a level to which I just don't know anything. And that's actually been really hard for me in the past, feeling like, how can I be a doula? How can I be a student midwife or a midwife one day, depending on how everything gets scheduled, without ever having a child myself? Like, how will people trust me? How, what do I have to offer if I have no experience to base my work on, you know? It feels it felt a little bit like if you were an art professor who wasn't also an artist or something. You could talk about something from a, an intellectual standpoint or a theoretical standpoint, but you don't really know what it is to be in it. And so I think, I mean, I know it's going to be really amazing for my path as a midwife and whatever else ends up happening to have this experience. I have no idea how it's going to fit in with school or an apprenticeship or going to births. I just don't know. I really don't know anything. But I think that's part of the beauty of being in this time right now for me here. I don't know anything that's going to happen. I'm not even 100% sure that I'm pregnant, although I guess false positive pregnancy tests are not that common. But It's just still a little hard to believe. I don't know. I don't really understand how it happens still. I mean, of course, I know how babies are made, but 
you know, there is no, like, big defining oops moment. And I keep, tra- tra- keep track of my cycles pretty regularly and pretty well. So again, I feel like in some ways it was inevitable. There's some very headstrong being out there who was like, I don't really care about your schedule. I don't care about what you guys are going to do. It's time for me to come. So that's what happened. But I don't know anything about this creature. I don't know where I'm going to be living when it's born. Right now, I live in a shed. It's where I'm recording this podcast. I mean, it's a very nice shed, you know, insulated, painted, finished. It has a floor. It's great. But it doesn't have a bathroom. It doesn't have a kitchen. And we're hoping to move at some point. I don't really know what I'll be doing for school. Right now, I'm planning to go to nursing school for the next three, four, five years so I can get a master's in midwifery and be able to practice midwifery legal in legally in New York State, which is a whole other conversation about, you know, what it means to be a midwife, how you want your practice, how I want my practice to look like, and what it means to be following the laws in that way. And I'm still not really sure that I've made my final decision, but right now my plans are to go to nursing school. So I have no idea how that will be impacted by this, by this baby coming. I don't even know if this baby is going to choose to stay. I mean, it's a little sad to think about. It's a little scary, but I have no idea at this moment. And maybe the learning experience that I need to get from this is what it feels like to miscarry. Or maybe that's what the soul that is here right now needs to do for some reason. So I guess that's the theme for me of this period. I don't know how long it's going to last for. It's already the sense of just complete unknowing and mystery has already faded a little bit since yesterday, but it's still very strongly there. I don't know. I mean, right now I work on a farm. I don't know if I'll keep doing that for a while or if I'll need to transition to other things that will be easier for me physically as I get more and more pregnant. And I really, it's just a very humbling time for me right now. And also feels really fragile, not not like it can be easily broken. I just feel like I really need to protect it and to hold it. And it's, it's really beautiful. I just wanted to say something about pregnancy tests is that I did, as I said, take one um, in this experience. And I felt like it wasn't so much because I wanted to see something that confirmed it, but because I just... I I didn't know. I really had no idea. And I wasn't, I wasn't like, oh, I need to take a pregnancy test. I don't know. We've got to figure out what happened. I just felt this deep intuition, like, you need to know soon what's happening. I didn't even necessarily suspect that I was pregnant. I just felt like I needed to take a test, which is a little funny now that I think about it. And I had an ideal in my mind before this and probably would like to try with other pregnancies just not to take a test to see if I can really be in a space of not knowing with this. But I do also feel like knowing has already impacted and will continue to impact the choices I make just in these last couple days. Especially, you know, like around work and in the community, the things I decide to engage with and decide not to. And if I'd known that 
my moon was just late and it was my luteal phase that was extended, I probably would have felt a little more freaked out about, you know, something, a deeper imbalance happening in my moon cycle and probably would have tried to correct that with herbs or acupuncture or something. So I just wanted to know before I decided to do anything, which makes sense. But just in that process, I can already feel, I guess, the humbling of it all. Like, I knew, I thought there was a way I wanted something to go. I thought I wanted to do it without a pregnancy test and just find out as I find out. But then it didn't end up happening that way. And I drove in the rain at 8 o'clock in the morning to Walmart to take a pregnancy test, which is not necessarily where I imagined myself finding out that I was pregnant. So I guess it's just, I suppose as pregnancy is already beginning to release into into not knowing and into just going with what feels right, with what I feel like I need to do for myself and what this baby is asking me to do. And I think part of it is also kind of a conflict with my, like I was saying before, the difference between mentally or intellectually knowing things about pregnancy and birth and then actually putting it into action actually experiencing it I think it's just going to be a process for me to harmonize those two things to think like okay here's how I thought it would be ideally here's what I thought I would like to do here's what I thought I would like to eat and here's how it's happening right now and these are the decisions that I'm making right now that feel best for me even though they may be different than what I thought would be ideal so I think that's just going to be a process of me for me to integrate those two. And I think it's different if you haven't necessarily thought a lot about birth before. But I mean, I think about this, this whole process every day. I think about who I want to be at my birth and what I want my pregnancy to look like. I mean, long, long, long before there was any chance I was pregnant for the past many years. I've just been imagining the whole thing and... I know that there's a chance that nothing that I imagined will come to path, pass and that everything will be completely different than anything I'd ever dreamed of. So that's exciting and a little scary. Like I've said, this whole experience is so far <laughs> exciting and scary. Um, and I just wanted to share on the exciting note that this morning I woke up and I felt my heart beating really rapidly, but not, not like I was scared or like I'd just run. It just felt really fluttery. And it was super beautiful and special and just felt like a communication from this soon-to-be fetus. And I was going somewhere with that fluttering. Oh, it just connected me to, like, I've been thinking a lot recently about the medicine wheel, which in many Native traditions in our tradition is each direction is corresponded with a color and an element and the first direction in the medicine wheel well, it's wheels, so I guess there's not really a beginning or an end, but the place that often things begin from is the east, which is the element of air. It's the place where the place of babies and of all of the creatures in the air, birds and butterflies. And so I was just reflecting on how the medicine wheel could be applied to pregnancy and birth and potentially postpartum. I'm still working it out, but I'm sure there'll be a podcast later on that. I'm just making all kinds of work for myself right now. But I was just reflecting on how if this is the air part, the air section of the pregnancy, how that 
fluttering is really bringing that air element in and same this like this unknowing this kind of floatiness it all feels very very connected to the direction of the east so that was just something I wanted to share and I'd imagine then as you get more into it well we'll go more into the medicine wheel of pregnancy later I don't know I guess because I've never heard other people talk about their experience of this time I have nothing to compare it to I think the only thing I've really heard about it is that Marin from Indie Birth has one of her Taking Back Birth podcasts on pretty much the same time. I think she was a day or two after she was expecting her moon, and she didn't take a pregnancy test, but she was just talking about what that period meant for her. And it's different for her, of course, because at that point she'd had nine babies, maybe? Some number. You know, it wasn't her first rodeo, as they say. <laughs> but this is my first rodeo, so it's a different experience for me, as it will be different for every person who experiences it. Yes. So, I'm not really sure I had too much more to say about this. I really just wanted to talk a little bit about, yeah, as I've already said, about my experience as a journal for myself and just as something for other people to know that they're not the only ones in this space. Because for me, even just listening to Marin talk about it, like, it helped me to ground in the reality of the situation. Like, everyone who's ever been pregnant has been just one or two days past their moon. Everyone who's ever had a baby has gone through this time. And so in a way, it's, it's just like birth, I guess. It's so special and unique and powerful. And at the same time, it's totally everyday. And what's the word I'm thinking of? It's not arbitrary. It's... I don't know. I can't think of the word right now, but it's both super special and it's not special at all. It happens all the time. I'm not the first. I'm not the last who will ever experience this. But I haven't really heard of anyone else's experience. And I would like to. And I am glad that I'm sharing mine, even if it may not necessarily have too much to add to the topic. But I guess if you have any stories that you want to share about it or any reflections about this period, whether it was with babies that you've had or if you're in it now, I would love to hear about it. You can email me. You can leave a comment here on the podcast. And maybe we can talk about it a little more. So, yes. Um, I guess that's what I'm going to leave you all with today. Thank you for listening. I hope that you gained something from my nonsensical rambling, and I hope you have a great day. <laughs>